0: Hello, everybody. I'm Kay Bly. I am here with Jade Ashell of the Fifth Wall. So am I, and um, Desiree of Tempered Drinks. Um, and we are horror hooch. <laughs> yes. Welcome to horror hooch,
1: everyone. Horror hooch is where us ladies have decided to come together to discuss everything about horror, from movies, shows to events. And so tonight's special discussion will be about the chilling adventures of Sabrina, episode 11, which is Winter's Tale. And we also will include a list of Christmas movies that also have to deal with horror. Uh-huh.
0: Desiree, let us it's know our nice, featured drink. Yes, it's a nice featured drink. It's going to be a <laughs> bourbon cider punch. Um, the ingredients are going to include your favorite apple cider. I chose a Jim bean apple for your bourbon. And we're going to top that off with ginger ale and a little bit of wine. So that should be- I'm so excited. I'm excited. We got a little something to get everybody in the holiday spirit.
1: Um, yes, get the bubbly going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Little holiday tea>. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started fixing that, um let's talk netflix um the chilling adventures of sabrina this is not your sabrina the teenage witch i will at say all. that not, <laughs> not at all I advise, um, is, it,
1: is it rated ma
0: i'm not I've
1: sure what things are,
0: but yeah okay. um jade give us a summary yes
1: well what is going on is actually they do not celebrate christmas they celebrate yuletide and um sabrina is basically trying to get in touch with her mother to try to piece some details about why her mother is in purgatory and while that is going on all the little pieces of horror plays out from, you get a little peek of Santa Claus, which is not really Santa Claus, you also have the little laddies that are the hill children that come in and terrorize, so I really enjoy this um, episode, because it kind of brings in, like, even though they don't celebrate Christmas, but that type of spirit for the holiday, and then that little piece of horror that we all need.
0: Yes, so... So, you know, if you're a strong believer in, um, you know, Sabrina, happy solstice. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting that they, they actually, from the beginning of the series, they were kind of taking off, um, the holidays of um, October, um, November and December. So in the beginning of the series, we started with um, Halloween because it was around her birthday, and that was supposed right. to be the time of her um, dark back baptism, which she um, refused. <laughs> she, everybody was kind of pressuring to um, sign her name in the Book of the Beast, and she didn't want to do it at that time. So she kind of skipped that, and um, throughout the season, you kind of see her battling with was that the right choice that she made. Um she she made this choice. Let's hold on to it and and see how you know she can live kind of in both worlds. But um that's not how it ended up working out. Um, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen
1: yeah it. I was about to all through this so if have you haven't it. watched it
0: <laughs> you're gonna get all sorry of the, um the spoiler <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, and they took you through um, also um, Thanksgiving and um, Christmas, which was their you know their solstice and their Yule Tide festival. Um, we're going to stop there and let Desiree show us our um, featured drink for today. Yay! All right, so All right. with this featured drink. <laughs> I'm going to start with my ice and my glasses. I have my mixing glass, because we're going to shake this a little bit. And I have my serving glass. So let me get a little ice for that. All right, getting the ice going. So, we're going to start with your bourbon. Um, I chose the Jim Bean apple. This recipe is very versatile, so it doesn't have to be the Jim Bean apples. Whatever your favorite bourbon is, go ahead and toss it up. It works. So, we're going to do about two ounces of that or your little shot bottles. Those work too. Uh, I'm start that up. It smells good too. Uh-huh. Yes. So on top of your Jim beans, we're going to add the apple cider. This one is a Ziegler's. It's old-fashioned apple cider. I know some people don't like the old-school apple cider, so you also have the option of doing a sparkling cider. It just gives the drink a little bit more carbonation. And with it being a punch, that's okay. So for this, it's about two ounces, two and a half ounces. Pour that up. And then for our ginger ale and wine, it's just a topper. Um, but before we add it, I'm gonna go ahead and shake to mix your ingredients, and that's gonna be. I think I added a bit much. Ingredient. If you don't have a shaker at right home, tumble it. <laughs> y'all know how y'all do one cup to the other. That works just fine. And once I got that shaken, I'm gonna pour it in my serving glass. And then we top it with just a splash of your ginger ale and a splash of your wine. Um, The wine that I have here is a sparkling wine. Again, it's preference. This recipe is really versatile. You can use a Prosecco. That's pretty good Anytime you're making a punch. It's just whatever you like. Once you get the alcohol all topped off, If you having a good day, go ahead and garnish that with an apple. That's just to be cute. But you have your apple cider punch with a little bit of bourbon, a whole lot of bourbon. I know how you like it. And it's good.
1: This is yummy.
0: The recipe will be posted on my page. Um, at Temper Drinks on Instagram, Temper Drinks on Facebook, so you can catch that after the live. All right. So let me taste a sip of this.
1: How about to say, let me just get it right. Let me add a little mm. bit more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you always gotta add a little bit of something you like in there. That, that works, just a little bit might, might need a little bit more bourbon might need a little bit more you know whatever flows your boat <clears throat> and for those of you, if you like yours a little bit a little weak you might need to put a little bit more ginger in. <laughs> right. and if you're not a heavy drinker be careful because that gin bean apple will sneak up on you it blends so smooth in this drink
1: it's so nice and smooth like
0: you know what? I might add
1: later. I might put like a little cinnamon stick on the inside. That
0: sounds good. Mm-hmm. And see, yeah. ginger gives us that nice little sparkliness. I like your glass over there, ma'am. I know. I was trying. Look to get- at her. She
1: fancy now. I
0: have a little <laughs> um, glass that has like a little kind of swirly zigzag swirl on the bottom. You know, I'm not sure this is, you know, the proper. Glass to drink bourbon in, but I thought it would seem a little fancy, you know. Whatever
1: floats your boat. <laughs> See, I love peanuts for the holidays, so I got my little mug. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is
0: doing peanuts. Yes. Um. So let's get back into Sabrina. Um. Jake. Okay. us a rundown of um the main characters.
1: Okay, um, kind of before we get into the main characters, I want to talk about some things that can kind of like set up the um, the environment so you can kind of understand um, the outlook of when they're talking about winter solace and yule and yule tide and everything like that. Um, what normally happens around um, winter solace is that North Pole tilts farthest away from the sun. So that is actually what is going on with nature during that time. Um, the celebration of Yule is um, from the 21st of December until the 1st of January. What they were decorating in the beginning was not a Christmas tree. If you heard from the auntie, it's actually a Yule tree. And they also burned the Yule log for protection. They burn it from the shortest day at the beginning of winter solace to the longest night. And that just protects them from any type of um, negative um, spirits or anything that's trying to harm them during that time. So one of the characters that I wanted to start with, um, Kay bly is the mother. Because, you know, Sabrina's focused on getting back in contact with her mother. Um, something stuck out. It just, I just didn't get a good vibe from her presence in this episode. I wanted to know how you felt about her mother being in this episode.
0: Um, I actually had reservations that that was really her mom. I did too. That was my first thought. Is that really mom? <laughs> yes. Something was I'm a little gonna, off. Yeah. It's like you know, as they kept, going, you know, they didn't really go into details if that was, um, you know, really her. But you know, being they, they kind of brought her in through the seance or whatever. So um, I did have my reservations about. um if that was really her and especially since you know they kind of uh were talking about how the mom and um, one of her aunts Aunt uh zelda didn't really get along who was also um a main character of sabrina and one of uh sabrina's caretakers her and sabrina's mom didn't really have a good relationship because sabrina's mom was leaning towards more sabrina you know, being a regular human, having a regular life, being Christian, and um, Zelda was very much into her worship of, you know, Satanism, and just like, you know, her brother, which is Sabrina's dad, and that's like, this is where she needs to be, this is how it's going to be, and so her and the mom clashed, so when the mom showed up, I thought it would be a little bit more tension, you know, so that kind of thing, like, is it really her? i think yeah another thing of, my bad um with me it was more of like when you do a seance and you see in every horror movie they do a seance they call somebody and it's always a bad spirit always acting like oh yeah it's me i'm who you're looking for so with it being so dark anyway as a series that was dead yeah. true
1: mm-hmm. yeah um another thing too that stuck out is the yule log you know um i can't think of her teacher's name but she did the spell to put out the log so that the um what do they call the laddies those children could come in and terrorize them yes. and spirits could come into the house yes. So, like you said, I agree with you ladies, like who's to say that really was her mother? Um, one thing that stood out to me when the mother was explaining like how she had those type of powers to help her out in the time of when, um, what's her name? What was the witch's name that came down that's the mother of the laddies? Um, oh Lord. I
0: think it's uh, it, was, it was something like that, something with a G.
1: If if I'm mistaken, I apologize about that. But how she had the powers to um, deceive her to believe that the teddy bear was the baby. One thing that she said was that she gained powers on her left side from Lucy. Lucy is Satan's daughter. So like, yeah, that just like stuck out to me because it's like Mm -hmm. I agree with you um, ladies like who's to say that that really was her mother.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they'll you know touch on that in a later episode, but they kind of like, um, you know, they rolled with it, so it's like it has to be to where you know we're gonna kind of roll with I guess it might be so. <laughs> <laughs> <Who's gonna play? laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, her cousin, my favorite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrose, Ambrose. gotta love Ambrose. He's so cute. Yes, um, he's a very—I really like him because even when he thinks that Sabrina is totally wrong in her beliefs and what she's doing, he kind of yeah, he'll have her back anyway in some shape, form, or fashion. Even if he'd be like, I don't know, I don't think you should do that or um let me tell you what the consequences could be he'll always have her back anyway and that's yeah. why i really liked i really did like her cousin i liked her friend um Roslyn Ros? Yes, yes that's my favorite. I think she um she grew a lot during the the season. The whole season, yeah. Yeah, like you saw her in one place at the beginning and she's really Her character is really evolving, especially after her developing her, you know, gift of the cunning. The cunning. Yes. (laughs) And I like that she's embracing it. She's not like tossing it to the side. She's throwing it away. She's not scared of it. She's Actually, like this gift from, you know, like my grandmother. And I've inherited this from, you know, previous women in my family and. Totally embraces it, totally embraces well,
1: it. Well, Kima, there's one, I agree with some of that, but there's one part in that episode of um, Winter's Tale where I wish that she would not have hesitated to tell Sus- um, Susie what she saw. Like she tried to kind of get her and coerce her to come with her, but then she stopped. Like once she said no, she left it alone. She didn't like let her know like, hey, I don't get a good feeling something's wrong. She just kind of left her friend. Like she
0: and I think didn't have faith in her gift. That's still part of her to me, her growth, as in her kind of saying, like, um, like, I know I have this 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 gift, but kind of like trying to explain that to other people is different. Because she knows that she felt something, but she doesn't. Mm -hmm. She kind of just maybe didn't really know how to, um, how to let other people in on it. It's kind of like kind of hard to get people to to believe in something that's like that bizarre. Yeah. like Like Sabrina would kind of get get it because of course you know she's a witch, but trying to explain that to other people like, hey, I see things. It's kind of and you know I see things, so I need you to do this.
1: It's kind of hard,
0: especially when she was in public. I still think that she probably should have somehow intervened there. But I see why she didn't, because especially like, you know, Susie was at work and it's like, how do you say I think something weird is going to happen? And she's like happy in front of all of these people. And especially if Susie doesn't really understand her cunning like she does yet.
1: I think Susie, like if she did one day decide to explain that to her, I think she would understand because you know Susie sees things as well. Like she sees one of her um ancestors um from the past episodes. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. She was like a yeah, like she helped the witches
0: out in need. Mm-hmm. And that and I but that was kinda it was kinda like Susie. It was kinda like she seen it like a ghost from her family's past. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and i actually i truthfully don't even i kind of question a lot of that too because of miss uh wardwell she kind of like made that happen like when she did something to um the mirror in susie's room which allowed her to see that because it was really all about manipulating susie so that they would like not want to be friends with sabrina anymore right so I'm like, I wonder was that her scene, that um, family member from the past, was that all like witchcraft or was some of it like real? Because Susie really needed something to believe in that at that moment. So she was grasped onto anything. I don't think it was too much Ms. Warwell though, because you know, in those episodes during the series, Where she was having those experiences, it always worked out good for her. You know, Ms. Warwell was always doing stuff that was shady. So every time she did something, it would come out with a negative backlash. But for her, I felt like it gave her, like you said, a little boost of confidence. She did this unbelieving. And then when it came down to the last episode where, you know, everybody was going to go that was one of the things that worked for her in her favor was because of who she was then and who her ancestors were and because she had had that experience.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, um, Desiree. I think what it was is that um, that was her ancestor because during the um, episodes of last season, well, it's still part one, um, they were breaking down their bloodline. Like We found out that Harvey comes from a family of witch hunters um Mm -hmm. Susie comes from a family that her auntie helped out the witches when they needed to run for safety um and then you also had Roz whose family was cursed with the cunning so Mm -hmm. I think it really was them breaking down their bloodline to see how they're all going to tie in and play in with Sabrina like even though she kind of had to pick and she's still kind of living in the mortal world, even though she still is on the dark side. I think it's all gonna like all play into a big like pot of some juicy gossip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <I kinda> <laughs> <excites> <laughs> yeah, how do you guys think that Harvey is going to um, evolve in the next season? Knowing that Sabrina is a witch and then knowing that his family is witch hunters. How do you think that Ooh, child. that's going to play into his kind of psyche and evolution into this person, especially being that they're not together anymore?
1: Okay, and okay, Cable, I'm going to have to take a sip on this one before I say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: First, we got to okay. get out of a mood.
1: Woo. Like one thing that stuck out to me at the end of episode 11 Even though Sabrina, in good intent, gave his father that eggnog, he looked her dead in the eye and said, do not work magic on me anymore. Mm -hmm. I do not like that. And the way he looked at her was kind of like, I think he's going to fall into what he's destined to be. I think he's going to be a witch hunter. He does not Mm -hmm. like magic at all.
0: Yeah. So that's my how I feel about that. Even though she was trying to be there to help him out. But I guess in a way what she did, what happened with his brother, not that she really did anything. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really her, but I guess you know, he he did pass away initially because of wishes. Um, you know, the, the girls from the Academy. But um, her trying to resurrect him Really, just made things worse. so much worse. Yeah, I agree. And everybody told her not to do it, but see, I really think that he he's looking at it the wrong way. She really did that because she saw how much he was hurting. She did that out of she really did do that out of love. And it's sad that, um, that he couldn't see that he's not seeing it that way. It was it was a bad thing to do. <laughs> It wasn't good at all, but I really think that, um, that she, she really, like you see how she really worked overtime so that he could feel better. So he needs to see that she did that because of how much she cares about him and how much she didn't want him to hurt. But at the same time, he was not ready to know that. Think about it, if you're just still human, and you know this person who is so powerful that she can bring somebody back from the dead. By that is
1: true. I didn't think of it like that. Like, that's like, that would kind of, That's me out.
0: kind of scary. And for a guy, especially, and they're still young, he's like, you know, if she can do that, what happens if she gets mad at me? You know?
1: Right, right, right.
0: I buy her the wrong gift. What if she <laughs> starts flirting with somebody else? You know, what if I hang up the phone on her one day or what if I go out on this date and I miss out on her? And that probably ran through his head. Like if she can do something that big, what can she do to me if I get her upset? And that's kind of a scary. Yeah, I
1: didn't think of it like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: But I really think he's going to play into what he is destined to be like one. Like one thing that her mother said, I'll put that in little quotes, if that's really her mother or not. Um, (laughs) She said that she just would not advise anyone, especially a mortal to go through what she experienced with her father with walking on that side. Mm -hmm. So, and that was the advice that she was giving Sabrina when Sabrina asked about this boy that she cares about, like what should she do with this boy that she cares about? So that's her mother telling her right there that, Leave him alone. Like if you love him, leave him where he is. Don't have him go through what I went through.
0: Right. Right. That's how I feel. And she's right. Like there he and she should have known from when the first time she kind of told him and he didn't take it well, that he wouldn't have been able to, to handle it. Um that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot for her. She's still dealing with it. You know, it was it was a lot for her to be able to be, you know, sign her name in the book. Like you know, it's overwhelming for her. So think about somebody from the outside. That's a lot to to ask somebody to deal with and still deal with you when it's a lot for you. It and, was a lot to ask um your side, boo, to come help your boo.
1: Because, you know, uh, girl. I'm trying to figure out what she going was on working magic.
0: <laughs> she was working magic, boo. And he is he is waiting in the shadows, like just saying words. It's but I don't know his intentions. He, I don't but know. Always, but he always come through for her too. He always got her back. Yeah, for he did. Reason. But you never know. Because you see how Miss Wardwell always had Sabrina's back. But her intentions were really malicious. Right. Like, I'm going to do whatever she want me to do. I'm going to ride for her. I'm going to be there for her. But I'm doing this because I have a position to earn. I have yeah, I'm trying to maintain. So you never her know. up.
1: Yeah. Um I got a question for you ladies. What do you think that gingerbread house and the people around it represented Like I was kind of like puzzled by that. Like I know she was doing spells, <laughs> but was that the spellman house? Or was that like certain people or like very, where did you get from
0: that? They didn't really touch on that and go back to that. Ms. Yeah, it was just like a quick glimpse. Interesting person. Know. She is very interesting. Oh. I'm always trying to figure her out. She could have so Why would Sabrina go like back? Chris. Like if
1: she knows a woman's crooked and she's only working with her for game, why did she go back to her for advice, even if she know that she could have been the only person to gain that information
0: from? Why take the risk? Probably because whatever Sabrina's gonna do, Miss Fordwell's gonna do it. Like if yeah. she say, "I need help here," she's like, "Cool. Can you let me borrow this? Yep. Yeah. Can you come help me with do this? Okay. You know, <laughs> she's not. Going, she she doesn't." But she only, do, but she's not doing it for her benefit because sometimes to keep people safe, you have to tell them no. And her aunts know that. Her aunts are firm believers in you cannot do this. This is dangerous. I'm going to tell you no, Miss Wardwell. Mm-hmm. She ain't looking out for that girl, that kind of safety at all. She's like, if this if this backfires on her, oh well, I did my job, you know. Because right. she got <laughs> an old hold them anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like she she wants she wants things to crumble around Sabrina because she thinks the more bad things happen in her human world, that will push her over to the dark side even more. Yeah. So I said all of her intents are malicious, but Sabrina, being young, she does not really realize that a yes man is not really a good friend. Not at all. Some people have to tell you. Um, the truth about things which kind of brings me to um prudence um mm. who who kind of is like um sabrina is one who's always telling prudence like no this is not right when Prudence' sisters are like her yes men right they will like agree with her and and whatever you know they whatever she says goes she's literally the ringleader of her her and her um Adopted sisters, like whatever I say goes, whatever work I'm going to do, y'all are going to do it. And has to be that person that's like, I'm not your yes man. I'm going to tell you the truth. But she doesn't understand that same parallel um, with her aunts. <laughs> when her aunts tell her no and not to do something, we think that she thinks they're being mean, you know, or they won't let me do this.
1: <clears throat> um, I kind of want to flip the table a little bit and discuss the Santa, Mr. Bartell. Um, mm-hmm. Who do you think he depicts in this episode? He's not just Santa, but who else do you got? I mean, you ladies feel as though he depicts from the um, Yuletide traditions? Just a little trivia question.
0: Hmm. I didn't even think that deep into it. Um, I know, that's a good um, question for thought.
1: So i give another hint. So in the Yuletide tradition, you do have Saint Nick that comes around, around early December to give those presents to the good little girls and boys. But then you also have someone that comes around who punishes the bad boys and girls. Oh, I terrorize them.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> what it means, girl. <laughs> not crap, it's, oh my
1: gosh. Okay. Think about it. Like he had the whole like dress, like his his makeup, everything. Mm-hmm. Like I believe they tied that right on in. The only question I have about that though is
0: like, why Susie? Like Susie's not bad. Mm-hmm. She's you know but you know Susie got a secret and they make oh. it seem like her, like she's bad because of her secret true true
1: um one thing he said to her before like when he had captured her or whatever was he said usually i go out to find the prettiest child to harvest but that child came to me so I feel as though, like, I ain't gonna lie, if I was Susie, that would have freaked me out. Like, I'm going to my dream job, right. and my she boss so is happy. trying to.
0: She was so happy for that <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Yes, but she did look like Elf on the Shelf. Because <laughs> you know, Susie's a little person. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs>
1: So I just kind of wanted to bring that up because I thought it was kind of cute how they tied that in, especially with um talking about Yuletide and that tradition. Um, something else I wanted to bring up that they showed at the end that I just want to discuss. So those three men at the end, to me, it seemed like they were trying to depict the three wise men.
0: Mm, because you know there are a lot of parallels if you think about it. Yeah. But then how are you going
1: to tie the three wise men and you don't show another episode until April? Like, are you going to try to tie the Easter? Because Easter and where it like comes from and derives from is also a pagan holiday.
0: Mm. I don't know. You know what? They throw a lot of symbolism throughout the whole series. Yeah. So it's like you catch it. And sometimes I think they do it just to give you those Easter eggs and be like, oh, what does that mean? Yeah. But then they might not backtrack on it. So, well, I yeah. think that it's interesting true. to see how they tackle, you know, some really, really interesting. Um, how do you guys feel about um prude's father the high priest <laughs> you know <Yeah>. that guy
1: <laughs> i don't that know if guy. i can say this on the air how i feel about him <laughs> right i was thinking what's the right word oh um, well I'll, i'm gonna use my granny's words i think he's a whore dog <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, when that one episode when um, Hilda was talking about pregnancy and babies, I really thought that was gonna be Zelda, but then I realized um, his um, wife had went into like early labor. What and is their thing? They're you know, You just never know.
1: <laughs> but she's the night mother of their daughter, who she kidnapped.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Baby Letitia.
0: Yeah. I wonder, are they really going to give her away?
1: She said she would, but I think they might fight to keep her there because that baby brings some joy into that auntie's life.
0: That baby, she just, that baby
1: needs the same place.
0: She really does. She was very protective of her and loving of her. I feel like she wanted to, um, she wanted a second chance at things that she might've done wrong with Sabrina. I feel like she wanted to yeah. over. Yeah, cause she was kind of,
1: it seems like she was kind of cold with Sabrina. Like, yes, yeah, she loves Sabrina, mm-hmm. but she always gave her that tough love. Like she didn't really give her that nurturing. Um, that's how I feel about that. So she might, I agree with you. She's probably trying mm-hmm. to like reconcile what she did not give to Sabrina and give it to baby Letitia
0: mm-hmm.
1: I want to say hey to Miss Thomas I see you out there thank you for um chiming into
0: our live my podcast mm-hmm. this evening um and I think you know half the relationship strain was the fact that uh Zelda and mom didn't get along you know Sabrina's half you know human and so I think a lot of that kind of tension was because of that. Because you see how she treated like, you know, the the baby that she stole. <laughs> which was in good reason because she which shows she that insane. even though she be sne- she was sneaking around with the high priest, she still knew that deep down inside he's not a very good person. And she was afraid of what he would do with that baby when yeah. the mom didn't make it but so it's i also like,
1: believe she's in love with him
0: right yeah but it's like how can you like, be with? i don't know it's really nice like he's not a good person like why <laughs> why would you uh, sleep with him on this hand and then like oh he's going to do something bad to his baby so let me go ahead and take it you know
1: well, it's because of, you got to think about Zelda, like, she's all about logic, and you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. he is the high priest, so that's what she's she's aiming for. I mm-hmm. think that's why she's probably in love with him, because of just the hierarchy that he has, and how close he is to the Dark Lord, you know, she's all about praising the Dark Lord.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> It, exactly, like she's a firm believer in that, but she was still afraid of what he would do to that baby girl.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, one thing so that I've I, noticed throughout every episode, um, that I've been watching with the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is that they always kind of tie in that light and dark concept. Yeah. Um. It could kind of be hidden in between, like if you're not paying attention, or it can be just right there in your face. Like even when you look at the um, the photo they have for the um, series when it first came out, they had um, where Sabrina is leaning over the candles and that's the light, but then behind her is the darkness. You see the Dark Lord. Um, earlier when we started our podcast and our live discussion, I was talking about how Winter Solace is when North Pole is tilted the farthest from the sun. There you go right there to play on light and dark. So I just think it's kind of cool how they tie that in throughout, like, each episode.
0: And, and, and because that's kind of the balance of Sabrina. She's kind of balancing, yeah. you know, how do I hold on to my human life when everybody says it's my destiny to follow the Dark Lord. And that is kind yeah. of... And it's hard. It's becoming harder and harder for her to live in this human world. It's coming harder and harder.
1: But she signed her name in the book. So, I mean, she's basically dedicated herself to him. My thing is, is what is Sabrina going to do when he calls on her? Because he told her when Mm -hmm. I need you, you come at my Mm -hmm. call. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. What is she going to do? afraid of. That's the part she was afraid of. Because she was
1: like, You said I have free will. Girl, you ain't got no free will.
0: Ain't nothing free in this world, baby. <laughs> uh uh-uh. You see how much Miss Wardwell got to pay the price to be to get in her position. Girl, she still ain't sitting on no throne. He's still using her. Exactly. And she's like got a high position. She's trying to be the queen. She said she's like the mother of demons. She got all these titles and power and she's still working with his little foot soldiers. Her familiar then already took her off the high horse because he hit her with a gut punch. He was like, "Um, are you really the one he grooming or is he grooming Sabrina? And, and that's, why him she on that. that's why she feels what she did. She been. killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Laverne. She already knows. <laughs> she made us a fried crow. She, she ain't uh-huh. like that at all.
1: <laughs> you know what? Desiree, that ties that back around to what we were discussing earlier. Like, was that really her mother? Like, what if that was like Satan? Or what if that was Satan's daughter? Like, portraying to be the mother so Sabrina can be comfortable and be like, oh, well, my mother accepted the powers of Lucy, who is the daughter of Satan. Why not I? Right, right. Yeah. Oh, this can go all kinds of ways. I'm so excited for the next episode.
0: I wonder how long they will make us wait for it. You I know. know they I mean? said April. They,
1: they said, said April, but red. that's.
0: That, I don't know. It seems so, same so far. You. I'm going to be honest. That's on gas why I asked.
1: <laughs> 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 that's why I asked you ladies about like the three men at the end. You know what I mean? Like, right. seriously, it looked like, because even the presents or whatever they were holding in their hands looked like what we've always seen, the three wise men carry. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, how are they gonna tie that? It's around Christmas already, and you're saying the next episode is until April.
0: Like, what are you guys coming up with? What y'all doing? They could also be three of the four horsemen if you want to put it on a dark light. Ooh. Or I bet you Miss Wardwell will know something about it, cause she always knows everything pop- that's going on. Everything. I can guarantee you she know. <laughs> Might have something to do with her little gingerbread house. You
1: but know. she ate somebody' head off, and it was a male. Was that Ambrose? <laughs> no, she did. She gets to do.
0: <laughs> she did. So wait, and do y'all know it took me forever to realize when they first said long pig? I was like, long pig, what is that? My feelings were so, hurt. <laughs> Time so- <for> a sip. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a sip on that. Um yes, um, again, you guys, I really hope you guys fix this. Um The bourbon apple cider. Uh, Desiree, tell them one more time what ingredients you use to do this um, bourbon apple cider punch. So you will need your favorite apple cider, brand not specific. Um, I use a Jim Beam apple bourbon. You can choose the bourbon of your choice. And you're going to top it off with a ginger ale and a splash of wine. White wine, Prosecco, sparkling wine, whatever your preference. Um, so another thing that we wanted to get into was, um, for you horror that like to be horror all year round, like me, (laughs) I like to throw (laughs) horror in everything that I watch and everything that I do. So, um, we thought of a list of Christmas horror movies, um, Mitra, uh, Miss Jade Astral over here. She already mentioned compass yes. a little bit, kind of tossed that in there. Um Jack Frost, um, Black Christmas, and um and now let's talk about gremlins real quick. Some people might yeah, not consider say, don't forget about the gremlins. Yeah, some people might not consider that um, a horror oh. movie, but let's Why think that? about what happened at the end of the movie when the um Whites. Um, eight after midnight. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say like they, you know, when I was um, a kid, that kind of
1: scared me watching exactly. babies <laughs> pop out of his flesh across the room, <laughs> and they terrorize people. Like <laughs> it was cute when I got comfortable with like figuring out like okay, yeah, they're terrorizing, but they're not killing really. But like, nah.
0: nah. <sighs> It was hard when I was like four. It was a little different, little science fiction scary there when they were, you know, when he was pouring the water on him and, you know, and, you know, then, he, you know, his furs started bubbling and you, I was scared because you know, he was so cute and he was like yelling and screaming, you know, <laughs> he was terrified. <laughs> All the little puff balls just popped out of him and then, but, and the thing was, every time he like the water made him uh kind of reproduce they weren't nice like him they weren't like his mom he was really sweet and affectionate and loving he was calm and chill but the other ones they were just like <laughs> they were mean you know what
1: like what if it was something really deep? You know, I like to think deep. And you know, they have all these chemicals in the water, and they have all these like hormones and preservatives in the foods. Like, what if that's why they became so evil? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, that's oh, yeah, yeah. for another day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the real meaning of what happens. <laughs> I think it was a lesson. In follow directions, and number one. Um, Gizmo should have never been sold off to him anyway because that the guy in the shop he knew that they wasn't going to do right yeah it was going to be a thing Um, so I, I really <laughs> I, I really felt bad that the boy got so attached to Gizmo and Gizmo really did love him but you know his spawn was they were some little, little things and you yeah. see they that so that they could eat at a later time and then that's what made them turn into the little gremlins, and those things the were, gremlins. they were killing people on like Christmas. They were like going to people's houses and terrorizing them and stuff. <laughs> and it's but like that was the funny part. The beginning of the movie is not what you get at the end, and that's why it has that little piece of of horror because there is some death in that movie. Right. <laughs> the, the the funny yeah. part. It is. To me, when it they is. pressed that button on that wheelchair wrap and made that person like. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> like my then, favorite you know, was the TV did they throw one of them in the microwave or something? And yes, and it blew up. <laughs> oh my so it was a lot of gruesome things like toward the end of the movie. It's like, is this even. 'Cause it got it got real gruesome at that point. But that's like a um, you know, you have to watch that one every year. They play they'll play Gremlins in off season, but you know, that's a it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, but I say, don't forget Christmas
1: those movies. um those Christmas episodes though that you also might see in some of those horror shows that we like to watch, like Twilight mm-hmm. Zone, um, Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. um, those type of Shows also had Christmas episodes that I like to enjoy around this time.
0: Yes. Something um, else I'll, I
1: watch, ladies, is on Hulu. And I already told you about it, but you need to watch Puka.
0: That's on my list. My Christmas holiday watch list.
1: Yeah, because it's about Christmas, so it's be a pretty good one. You have to have an open a, that's mind. That's a new one,
0: has, right? That, that's a new one. Yeah. And guess okay. what? It's a colored cast, (laughs) 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 and that that's original for you know people of color to do a horror movie and a Christmas Christmas movie. movie, So I'm actually really excited to to watch that one. So yes, no spoilers, Jade. Um, I, I won't say
1: anything, Netflix. but it's on Hulu, not Netflix. Even, we like to watch from all different sources, so <laughs> we're not just going to stick to Netflix. We also would look at Hulu and YouTube mm-hmm. and everything else. So it's on um, Hulu.
0: Hookah. Yes, I'm going to find um, that one as soon as I can. Um, um, as we wrap this up, everyone, I would like to... Um, Shout out um, our audience, everybody who listened in and viewed this. Thank you, guys. Um, also, a little fifth column update, which we will always do. Um, we will um, use this platform as a way to, you know, kind of discuss things going on with the Fifth Walls um, horror series, the fifth column that is in the works. And um, Fifth Creative has time on to Uh, film and produce the fifth column for us. So thank you guys for that. Um, Follow all of us um, on social media. You can follow The Fifth Wall on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow The Fifth Column on Facebook and Instagram. And you can follow Tempered Drinks on um, Instagram and Facebook. Um, The podcast will be coming soon. Hopefully by the time you guys are listening this will be dropping as well. Um, so just an early shout out. So if you guys get to listen, <laughs> hey, we're speaking things into existence. Um, yes, Jade, give us some, um, some nice little holiday tidbits to take us in.
1: Yes, just to end off our um, mm-hmm. live discussion and podcast, kind of want to get on a serious tip We're here to celebrate and enjoy our family, but we also know there are individuals that might be dealing with mental illness, depression, anxiety, PTSD, etc. Chime in on your family members. Chime in on your friends. Even if you haven't heard from them in a while, just shoot them a message. Just let them know that you love them, you care about them. So that's one thing I just wanted to share with you all. I care for everyone, and it's, I'm excited about the holiday. So, hope you all have the spirit and the joy.
0: Um, our next topic: we will be discussing um, classics in horror film, um, uh, TV shows, and movies. So, um, catch up on you know your your good old black and whites. <laughs> People who have a the way to get to where horror and you know movies and TV are now. We gotta, you know, take it back, and of course, Desiree will bring us um, another wonderful featured drinks. You can, when you follow us on social media, you can get um, the featured drink, the topics, ingredients, and all of that ahead of time. So by the time we are um, discussing it, and before you listen to the podcast, you will be ready. Um, happy holidays, everyone. Um, look out on our social media pages to find out when um, our next um, discussion and podcast will drop. Um, until then, catch you on um, social media. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Christmas. And like Sabrina would say, happy solstice. All right.